Our focus here is on the rebound in tech companies and NASDAQ trying to claim levels that it lost over a month ago and cloud companies for the first time in now half a year, six months since they peaked, trying to escape that downtrend. John Freeman joins us from CFRA. He's got some bullish cloud picks for us. Uh, John, good to see you. So uh, is this the turning of the tide? Is it back on? Well, I'm not sure. So I definitely think this. For if you're a if you're a longer term investor, right? If you're if you're if your time horizon is more, you know, can be more than a year, right? This is a fantastic time. This is a great opportunity. This is a great. These are presenting great, you know, a, a, attractive entry points uh, for companies that are going to be more dominant going forward than they have been in the past. I mean, software is continuing to substitute, you know, in the means of production, and digital transformation is not just a, you know, it's not just jargon. It's happening. It's and and so software companies are the winners from that. Um, you know, and and I think this situation that we have now, um, as disturbing as it is with the you know the Russian invasion of Ukraine, um, I think that those investors with a shorter term horizon have kind of obviously dominated the market, right? Um, because certainly, you know, if you have greater risk, it makes sense. Logic dictates that the higher multiple stocks get hit the worst. But software-based businesses, right, on the fundamental side, those are the winners, right? So, you know, when the meteor hits, don't don't buy the dinosaurs. Is kind of what, <laughs> you know, I think this uh, uh, what 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 we're looking at right now. Uh, the uh, big ones uh, do have some of the uh, oldest ages, though. Here, they're not the dinosaurs. Microsoft uh, CRM, they're still nimble and uh, adaptive. Absolutely. Uh, so, so let's start with Salesforce, the, the oldest pure cloud uh, company, uh, uh, really, you know, in uh, that, that's independent, um, and definitely the largest pure cloud company. Um, and wow, that, that they, I don't think people are giving them enough credit uh, for you know the ability, their ability to integrate MuleSoft, Tableau, and now Slack very quickly, and the operate the the um, you know the operational leverage that is going to be generated by those. It's, it's is, is tremendous, as well as the synergies on the sales side. Um, so yeah, no, I, I really like Salesforce here um, and Microsoft as well. You know, with uh, with Azure, Azure is there's only one of three cloud you know uh, platforms, infrastructure platforms that are going to win. Azure is already you know there, right? So as, as a you know a, a very strong number two and continuing you know forty uh, percent plus growth. Yeah, you know it's uh, the cloud migration overall is only about 40 to 45% done. So the cloud migration is going to continue to drive growth and you're gonna see this cloud tailwind last, I think, for, for a number of years. Mm. And uh, John, Microsoft uh, did end up getting dragged, but not quite as deeply uh, as uh, some of the, the smaller newcomers. Uh, are there going to be companies that do get left behind in this next surge? If you were to look at, the cloud sector, say from March 2020 up to the highs in November last year, are you going to see the same uh, ranking of performers in this next wave, or and do you lose some uh, along the way after what we just went through these these last six months of downside? So yeah, I think I think the traditional software companies, I think Oracle's going to have a tough time because they are going to now. I mean, they their their balance sheet is getting you know 
downright ugly uh, in terms of how much, you know, uh, the, the, the level of net debt. I think it's like $55 billion right now, which is a significant portion of their whole market cap. Um, I think they are going to be surprised about how fast their maintenance uh, uh, revenue, their legacy maintenance revenue goes away in this cloud shift, in this last leg of the cloud shift. Um, and I don't think they're going to be able to make up for it with their NetSuite and Fusion uh, products. And I think that growth is just going to flatline. I mean, I don't think the stock, you know, gets hammered or anything. They have, you know, it's a very profitable business. They have, they still have, you know, they dominate, you know, relational databases and so forth. But yeah, I just don't, I don't see any upside uh, mm. for that stock uh, uh, going forward. Okay, so there will be some that uh, don't uh, partake. Uh, oh, agreed, yes. John, looking at uh, what's happening on the uh, chip space, the connection between chip makers and cloud companies, we've been focused so much on some of the more consumer items on the chip impact, but for cloud businesses, obviously this is all part of the same demand push, the cloud services that are powered by the, the chip farms, et cetera. Uh, yeah. Do you see any of the other kind of exogenous supply chain risks for cloud companies? Have they had any uh, impact from that? You know, not yet. Um, they have obviously their special, you know, they have specialized processors that they have ordered and that they are designing uh, and so forth. And I don't think that, you know, any of their, uh, you know, strategic plans will be, you know, com you know, dislodged if those, okay. if some of those processors, you know, ship a few weeks or a, sh a few months or even a quarter late, uh, you know, but nevertheless, if this supply chain situation though if it persists for quarters right then i think you are going to have you know then you will see the ripple effect through the rest of tech even software eventually which is cushioned right because it's a couple of you know layers in the stack away but it, you know it is fueled by by semiconductor capacity by processing capacity so certainly uh you know uh, if the supply chain issues don't get you know resolved in a reasonable time frame then i think there might be cause for more concern on that on that front Okay. All right, uh, uh, John, uh, always a uh, uh, helpful convo for us too, uh, giving us the reminder of why the leaders remain the leaders uh, in the pack. Uh, appreciate you. Have a great weekend. No, thank you so much. You too. Take care. Absolutely. John Freeman is the Vice President of Equity Research at CFRA.